Hello, everyone. We are here with Ashley, who is a PR expert, and I have always wanted to interview a PR expert, especially one around books, because this is a field that I just know nothing about. I'm all like behind my computer screen, hiding back here, uh, and I see you doing these amazing things with getting people interviewed in the media and getting people on bestseller lists. And I just can't wait to hear all about it. So take it away. Oh gosh, Carolyn, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Um, and I love talking about book PR and helping authors get their voice heard through the power of the media. And that means when I say that, I mean, TV, radio, print, online podcasts um and gosh there's so many places to start where do you want me to start <laughs> have a place in mind let's see when should authors think about pr oh such a good question authors should think about pr for their book as they're writing their book truly like think about how you're going to market your book as you're in the writing process i wrote a book myself authentic power and when i was writing that book i was thinking about how i'm going to market that book it is so important and something else i want to share that i think is really important is that authors think that they put in all this work like to write their book and then once they're done writing their book they're like I'm done. This feels so good. And then it's time to market the book. And marketing is actually marketing your book is actually, in my opinion, because I've been through the process, more work than writing your book. And why is that? It's because marketing takes time. You have to share your voice. You have to be willing to take the time to share your voice and have the bandwidth to share your voice. That means going on podcasts, even those lower level and mid-level, high-level podcasts. I love podcasts podcast because they're a 100% opt-in audience. They're a niche audience. And so you know that they're an invested audience. That mm -hmm. takes time, like doing an hour-long podcast here and an hour-long podcast there. Um, and by the end of your you know, book promotion campaign, you might be all talked out of your book and ready to write the second one because you're like, okay, I'm, I'm good. I talked that out of my system. So to answer your question, authors should be thinking about it as they're writing their book. And also I want to acknowledge that once you've written that book, that's really when the work begins. Not it's the end of your job. I am so sorry to inform you. Hey, <laughs> I mean, how is anyone going to hear about it? You need to talk about it. You need to, to find, um, and this is something else that's very important, is identify who your audience is for your book. Um, when I ask someone, oh, who's your audience? It's for everyone. My book's for everyone. And I say, no, it's not. Your book is not for everyone. How is that possible? Like, do you think this ocean book is for everyone behind me? No, probably somebody who's very interesting. I mean, it's beautiful photos. My book isn't for everyone. My book is authentic power. It's for anyone going through difficult times who need hope, ho need hope and healing, mostly geared towards women. So identify who your audience is. Who are you trying to reach? for your book and get really, really clear on that. And the reason why I say that is because that's going to help inform the type of media that you should pitch to be featured on for your book. So I think that's something else that's really important to start thinking about even during the writing process. I totally agree. That is the crucial part of putting a funnel together as well is knowing who you're trying to appeal to because you're trying to entice them with your book. If you speak to everyone, you're speaking to no one and you can't, tell them you're going to love this because it has this, this, and this, if you don't know that they want that, that, and that. Yep. So yeah, absolutely. 
So is there an ideal time for kind of going all out with the PR? Like, is it like book launch time? This is when to be on. Does it have like a time limit? Yeah, I think that's a, a great question. So I think um, it first depends on how much PR you've gotten in the past. Are you already a respected and trusted authority in your expertise in your space? If your book is the first time that you're also going to ever be doing PR, you need to start a lot sooner and earlier than someone who may already have done PR. So I'll give you an example. Um, you know, I have I had a client a couple years ago who had no PR whatsoever for her book. She was it was um, the first time that that she had ever written a book that she had ever done PR. And she also had big dreams. She was like, I want to be on national TV. I want this and this. And I said, well, we've got to start local then. If you want to start building your credibility, you can't just go straight to the top. It's like running a marathon and expecting to finish the marathon without training for the marathon. So mm -hmm. you need to start local. Um, think about the local media in your region, or maybe it's even local or um, smaller to mid-level media outlets, maybe podcasts or niche media outlets where your expertise is a fit. But I always say start locally. That's the best place to start to start. Where do you watch your local news? Where do you get your local news? Where do you read about your local news? Start there, start building it up. So with that client, she was based in a city in New York and we started building it in her local market. She started getting asked back as a regular expert. And we did this for nine months. And nine months later, she was, she appeared on national TV, the doctors and um, also Fox news. And she had a cover story in women's world. And then by the time her second book came around, she was featured mm -hmm. on the today show. So oh, I always yeah. say like, sooner rather than later. Also, this is very important because I've had so many authors come to me and two weeks before their book launches and say, oh my gosh, I just started thinking about my book marketing. And I'm like, I'm not <laughs> you because that is a fire drill. You should have been doing this six months ago. If you are mm -hmm. expecting to get media placements for your book launch, you better not start two weeks before your book launch. It takes, I mean, anyone who knows who hosts a podcast or any sort of online show that it's taped, these podcasts are longer lead. I host a podcast. It's booked out for the rest of the year right now. So 2022, bye-bye. If you want to be on Two Girls Talking, you're looking at 2023. So you need to think long lead, long term. These magazines, if you have a goal uh, to be in a magazine, they're booking six months ahead. The only place where it's like maybe two weeks ahead could be your local news. But even the bigger TV outlets, if the story is not a breaking news story that's like death, fire, destruction, climate change, presidential elections, you name it, we call it evergreen, they're thinking months out as well. So you need to be thinking months out too as, as a book author. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, so let's take a step back and learn how did you get started doing this? Oh, I love that question too. So um, my background is rooted in journalism. I, I studied journalism and actually became a network TV producer at CBS News and for an energy and environmental show on Bloomberg and for the Washington Post. So I spent about a decade in network TV production um, 
before I crossed over to PR. I crossed over to PR in 2013, um, 2012, 2012, and I worked at a small, uh, smaller PR firm, and I just was hooked. I loved it. I loved still having my hand in the newsroom, but not being at the mercy of breaking news, um, where I would travel the world all the time for a breaking news story. And when I started having kids, I realized I didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to be home with my kids. And PR afforded me the opportunity to be home with my kids, but also still get to work in the news. So that's how I, I found this world. Um, and how I specifically found book authors was when I was a network TV producer, I loved interviewing book authors and booking book authors on my show because they always had something new and interesting to say. And I thought it was such an incredible accomplishment to even write a book too. So, so I transferred that love and passion to booking authors on my shows too helping authors get their story told and booked on shows. I'm also an avid reader as well, as you can see from my <laughs> from my bookshelf. So it's just books have a special place in my heart. Um, I mostly focus for um, in PR on, on nonfiction books, but I have done fiction books as well. Um, but I find that nonfiction books lend better towards traditional media like TV, radio, print, online. <laughs> Um, in fiction, it's a little bit harder to break through. Um, and you also want to think about, you know, book events and, you know, just more, you want to think well beyond, um, media too. Um, something else I want to say is PR alone will never land you on a bestseller list or won't like increase your sales. PR's job in book marketing is to raise awareness, exposure, and credibility for your book. If it leads to sales, that is amazing, but it takes um, eight times for someone to hear something to actually purchase. So that's why we do PR, but this is not sales. PR is not sales and that's a differentiator. And if you oh, are have goals to um, be a best-selling author, you absolutely need to have book PR as a part of your plan. But in addition to that, you need to have digital marketing. What are you going to be doing? And I know, Carolyn, this is your expertise, building funnels, social media. What is your publisher doing? Are you doing paid advertisements? Are you doing speaking? Are you doing events? It needs to be a full marketing umbrella. PR is one piece of that puzzle. Um, but anyways, I think that was a long convoluted answer to how I got into doing what I've been doing. But um, a I very started, important point. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I started my company in 2015. So it's been, I'll be celebrating eight years this February and I have not looked back since. I absolutely love what I do. I think it is so awesome that you have this background of behind the scenes. It's like getting this inside scoop of how to actually get on network TV because you've been there and you know it works. So that's yeah. such a it blessing is, for your clients. So it's a slow burn, my friends. Anyone out there listening, how do I get on national TV? It doesn't happen overnight. You need to start locally. You need to start building a media reel. If you want to be on national TV, you need to have video of you speaking in an interview setting. And that doesn't mean social media video. That means you in an organic media setting like your local news. Start mm there and start there early earlier the better become the known expert in your region in your area so someone like me your publicist can can capitalize on that momentum and take it to an outlet like the today show or cnbc or wherever you want to appear mm, fantastic okay so i have another question that is totally different i feel like it's hard to know to trust a pr person yeah because like I, I got scammed in the late nineties with vanity 
publishers that will promise you like, you know, pay $3,000. Here's our marketing package. And it does nothing, mm-hmm. nothing. So how can people know how to choose somebody that's actually going to help support their book marketing? Yeah, I love this question. First of all, get on a call with them 100%. Get on a call with this uh, with the potential um, PR expert and um, and see if you're, like, first of all, would they read your book for pleasure? That's one thing I will always say. Like, ask mm-hmm. them, or, or would they be invested in your work for fun? Like, they there needs to be a personal interest in it. And um, if they are guaranteeing placements for you, run the other direction. PR does not guarantee anything unless it's advertising. And if you're advertising, that's not PR. So if someone comes to you and says, I guarantee I can get you on XYZ, that just, it's not true. That means that's advertising. So they're going to be doing some sort of advertising for you. PR is a risk and that there are no guarantees in it. And this is why you want to make sure you find someone who is really good at what they do. My lane is in books right? Someone comes to me and is like, Hey, do you do products? No, get a product publicist for that. Don't, Mm. don't hire me. Um, if you do like corporate launches, things like that, there are different publicists and different niche. Um, and maybe some publicists focus on tech, some publicists focus on science. Mine is actually books that lend towards the science, health, wellness, self-help, spirituality, transformation. That's my, and parenting. That's because that's what I'm personally interested in. So make sure they have a personal interest in your work. Get on a call with them. Get on a Zoom with them. Um, If they tell you they can guarantee something, run the other direction. There are no guarantees in PR, but check their track record for success. Check their references. Look at some of their case studies. Ask them where they have um, some of their strongest connections and meet them there. Um, Something else I will say, and this is what I tell people too, that um, you know, if you hire a publicist, a lot of, often people think, oh, I'm going to hire a publicist and they're going to do all the work for me. Absolutely not. You need to put in the work. You have to put in the work. If you want PR to work for you, you got to put work for PR. It needs to be a priority. I won't take on clients. We are very, very selective here at Nardi Media. I will not take on clients who don't make PR a priority. And the reason is, is I get an opportunity and they're not getting back to me in a timely manner. And it's, and they're not able to like move a meeting or make it happen. That hurts me and my contact and I get them an answer. So it, you have, in order for it to work for you, you need to make sure it's a priority. So it goes both ways. I really mean that when I say it, but most of all, you just really want to make sure that you find a publicist that you get along with, that you want to hang out with because this person, you've become very close to this person. They get to know your work inside and out and that they actually care about your work. They're personally interested in it. I think that's really important. And then of course, checking references and getting those case studies and making sure like that they are not making empty promises. Oh, I can get you on the today show. Anyone who tells you that run the other direction. There's never a guarantee when I've been, I work in the news. News is not guaranteed. The shows change up to the minute before they air based on the news that's placed. You are not booked until your butt is in that seat and that that light on the camera is on facing you. I have had I have had people on set. I'm not joking. I've seen this on set and there have been breaking news and the segment has been canceled. So, you know, and again, like I do feel like publicists are sometimes magic makers and we're very good negotiators and we try our best to make it work, but it is ultimately out of our hands and up to the universe sometimes too. 
So I hope that answers your question, but I will say it's a definitely a two way street. Don't expect that publicist to do all of your work. And if they tell you that they will, again, that's another red flag. Wow. Yeah. Amazing insight. Um, so many things that I hadn't thought about. So (laughs) thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay. So what are some things that you would give as like the basic tips for somebody who's going to try to do their own PR for their book? I think that's a great question. So if you're going to do your own PR, I would first say you need to recognize that it takes a lot of freaking time to do PR. Um, So if, if you have the time to do it and you have a couple hours a day to conduct outreach, to write your pitches, to pitch the media, to follow up, then I would say do it. If you don't have a budget to hire a publicist, someone like me, perhaps have a VA do it. Um, and I think that can be a budget friendly way, but I will say the most important thing is if you are doing your own PR, or if your VA is doing it, one pitch email is not going to get you booked. PR 90, 95% of my bookings come from follow-up that could be email follow-up, multiple email follow-up four times following up. Um, hitting them up on DMs, on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, it could mean calling them. It could mean texting them. You become a glorified stalker, your ex-boyfriend's worst nightmare. But that's <laughs> what it what it takes. And it's just what I call it is being pleasantly persistent. Um, and that's exactly what it takes. So sometimes it really is a personality trait. If you have no problem following up with people and that it doesn't feel icky, Go and do it. But but then again, another reason why people hire people like me is because they're like, oh, it feels really icky reaching out and following up. And I'm like, I have no problem doing that. I, I know how to take no for an answer. And I know that for every 1,000 no's, I am going to get a yes. So um, that's why people work with me. But yes, you can do it yourself. Make sure you have the time. Make sure you know who you're pitching. You can't just have a blanket pitch going to everyone. You have to customize your pitches. Um, Make sure you're actually, have you read some of the articles of the folks that you're pitching? Do you know what they've covered? Is it their area of expertise? Are they personally interested in it? Um, So listen to them, read your news, consume the news of the media that you are going to be pitching and dedicate the time to actually pitch. Knowing that one pitch email is never going to get you booked. It's going to take many, many hours. It's going to take multiple follow-ups and it's going to take being pleasantly persistent. Mm, Okay, yeah, I don't want to do any of that. So I am definitely (laughs) sold on hiring you. Would you be able to give people a sense of what investment it would be to hire somebody of your caliber? Yeah, I mean, look, it really depends on what your goals are. If you're like, I am ready to go all in on PR for full service, TV, radio, print, print online, everything, it can it can run up to several thousand dollars a month. The reason is because of the time that it takes. All that time that you were just like, yeah, I don't want to do any of that. That's what my team and I do. And we actually really enjoy doing it. I love pitching. Um, and so that that's what it is. But it also involves strategy, coming up with story angles and pitch ideas and how to insert your voice into the media as an expert and a trusted authority. And another reason why it's so great of of having a PR team is because we are the trusted experts that the media calls upon to find experts. And Mm -hmm. so, um, you know, that's, I think that's another really important thing. So it can run 
thousand dollars and thousands of dollars a month. You may be able to find other individual publicists or um, teams who might be a little bit lesser than that, but I can say the standard rate for a small but mighty team like mine can run anywhere from four thousand to eight thousand dollars a month on average. Mm. And that's because there's many, there's, it's not just me. Um, if it were just me, I like, it wouldn't be possible because I have so many incredible experts on my team. I have print publicists and broadcast publicists and a managing director and myself as a director. And we have a whole team of incredible experts like me who have backgrounds in journalism and in publishing that come to the table and bring their incredible ideas. So it's all about team collaboration, at least for Nardi Media on our end, which is really what makes us thrive. So definitely start setting aside money while you're writing that book. Yes. Or people do are um, you, if you're a publisher, if you have a traditional publisher and you can use your book advance and invest that into PR. So that's what a lot of folks do because oh, that's smart. a smart yeah. person recognizes that my book's not going to sell any copies if I don't invest in marketing. So, so I do work with a lot of folks who take their book advance and um, and put a portion of it into marketing and PR, which I think is a wise thing to do if you are someone who has received a book advance. Yeah, definitely. So can you give us an idea of how many months it's typical to work with PR? Well, if you have big goals of being a New York Times bestseller and you want to be on the Today Show and you know, just want to be positioned in mainstream, it takes months. I mean, like I gave you that example of working with a client nine months um, leading up to launch before she got on national TV. It can take that. I would say on average, it's about six months. We can do a really great job on a book launch campaign in six months. So um, that's, that's truly about what it takes. The shortest campaigns for book launches that we do these days are around four months. Um, and so I'll do three months leading up to launch and then one month after just because of all that lead time that it takes. Um, I have dabbled in a little bit of those sprints that I talked about in the beginning, like two weeks before launch, and I won't ever do them again. So if you have a book coming out in two weeks, sorry, not available. You're on your own. You should have been thinking about book PR well, well, well um, before two weeks before your launch. So, um, you know, and at what point is it the right time to, to start looking for a publicist? As soon as that manuscript is turned in, um, but at least I would say nine months before your book comes out. Sometimes I work with people that I have conversations with people actually a lot um, that their book isn't coming out for another year. Um, and I've even had conversations with folks who don't even have their book yet, but they still want to secure me as their publicist. So think long term and looking for a publicist and just making sure that you're finding um, the right publicist for you that fits your values, that fits your, that's excited about your work. Um, and that's why I say we're very selective of the clients that we take on here at Nardi because we want to make sure it's a book that we can get behind, that we personally and professionally support, and that the client and the author aligns with our values as well. Mm, yes. So you don't take on books that have like, they were published a couple of years ago, the launch is long over, but they want to kind of refresh sales. That's not a little bit of that. Yeah, it's, that's yeah. a great question. So we've done a little bit of that, but it has to be like past launch and there needs to be something new. So I'll give you one example. Um, we have an author right now whose book launched um, last year, but it's, 
but it's so timely right now. It relates to the Russia, what's happening in Russia and Ukraine right now. Mm. And so he was like, now is a really great time to resurface this book. So you need to have an opportunity and something new and fresh and a reason why, why do this promotion right now? Um, yeah, that makes sense because those, those, these are news outlets. They want, what's the angle? What's the news? What's the breaking story here? Exactly. Um, other folks have done some creative things like creating a second edition of their book. So they published a book and then they've updated it and it's their second edition. So that can be new. I've also done releases of paperback books. So if your book came out on hardcover and now it's the paperback release a year or two later, we treat that as if it's an entirely new launch campaign because usually paperbacks have something new in them to say as well. Um, and so there are ways to get creative with your campaign post launch but again like i said you have to have a reason um and it needs to be relevant to what's happening in the news cycle the good news is that i always tell people your book is really new for a year so if you're like the reason why i won't work with people two weeks up to launch is if they're expecting to get media placements in that launch week with two weeks to go but yeah. if someone comes to me and is like i know my book is already launched I also recognize and understand and don't expect you to get me anything immediately. I see this as more of a long-term game and sell. I have had client authors work with me for a year post-launch just to keep the conversation and momentum up about their book. Mm, very nice. Okay. Yeah. So if people want to learn more about you and how to potentially start working with you, where should they go? That thank you for asking that, Carolyn. So, um, Nardi Media, it's N A R D I Media, M E D I A dot com, is my website. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. Um, we have a contact application on our website that you can fill out, and um, someone on my team will be in touch. And that's the best way to reach us to get connected. And that name that comes from your last name, Nardi. Correct. Yes, Bernard. So my last name is Bernardi. So Nardi Media. I wanted to have something with my name, but not my full name. And so Nardi just took off and caught. And now <laughs> that it, it, it works really well. Funny how that happens sometimes. Oh, it's so true. All right. So are there any final thoughts that you would like to leave us with? Any insights that I forgot to ask about? Yeah, I think the other important thing is if you do have a book publisher, um, have a conversation with your publisher early and often about what they're doing um, in terms of marketing and promoting your book. Because your publisher is, is motivated and invested in your book, and it is likely that they're putting some sort of plan in place. I will also say it's likely that they don't have the bandwidth to dedicate what your book deserves, which is why firms like mine exist. So one really important question to ask them is, hey, do you think it'd be worth it for me to hire an outside PR firm to get some support? And usually they're like, yes, that would be so awesome. We would love if you would do that. Um, and, and then you could potentially use your advance to help fund that book PR. So I will say have a conversation if you have a publisher with your publisher, get some promotional ideas, find out what they're going to be doing and find out pretty early on too. And ask to see what marketing plan they're coming up with for you and your book. Mm, yes. Actually, that reminds me of one more question. So we're going to slide in a little bonus question. Love it. 
is there any value in writing up like a press release and putting it out on one of these like general sites for people to just kind of stumble on? Great question. So I always put together a book press release um, and I'm happy to share any samples that you like. Um, and the reason is, is because it's just a quick way to give a snapshot to inform the public of what your book is about. Um, but if you expect to just put a press release out on the wire and it's going to get picked up, um, I, I think that's just uh, a not worth it in my opinion. The reason we have a book press release is so we can't expect everyone that is interviewing you to read your book. So here's a snapshot with some potential questions and what the book is about, what motivated you to write your book. That's what the book press release is used for. Um, I have seen some gone out on the wire, but like, what's the expectation there? Are you expecting to get a call from Oprah because your book press release went out, that's never going to happen. So mm -hmm. I would say like, what's more important is that you actually are using your book press release in your pitches. If you're going to be pitching on your own, write your pitch and then copy and paste the book press release below your email. Never attach it. Produce, journalists hate attachments because it clogs mm -hmm. up their email inboxes. So just copy and paste it at the bottom. That's how that, and that, and they, and that will well, inform <laughs> decisions of, of whether or not they'd want to interview you or not. It's a, it's a quick way for them to say yes or no. Mm, great. Okay. I'm glad I remembered that question. Okay. Well, we will wrap it up then. Thank you so much for taking time out of your extremely busy schedule to come and chat with me. I really appreciate it. Oh, Carolyn, it's been such a pleasure and joy. I really appreciate you creating this space for me to share what my, my passion for, for book marketing. <laughs> I can't wait to share it with lots more people because this is such valuable information that authors definitely need to know. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Let me 